Welcome to She Can and She Will. My name is Marianne Brown, also known as the Country Mompreneur. I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and queens at helping women take control of their lives. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Well, welcome to She Can and She Will. And we are being joined today by Janae Spry, a productivity and system strategist. Thank you for joining us today, Janae. Thank you so much for having me. We are very excited to have you here. First, we want to just start off by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into productivity and system strategy. Yeah, sure. So I actually started out on like the total opposite side of the spectrum. I ran a first freelance translation business. So I was a French major. So like arts, not at all into strategy or operations (laughs) or anything. Um, And I actually grew a boutique translation agency and I sort of fell out of love with that industry. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? But I loved the solving puzzles in my business aspect of it. And I was really enjoying that. And I had people start asking me like, hey, how are you doing all of this? Because I was only working like four hours a day. And my business was just growing, you know, like gangbusters. And I was like, oh, you know, is not, is everybody not doing this? I don't like, obviously, (laughs) no, is the answer. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I just started helping people for free. Uh, at first, and then they were doing really well. And they're like, you should really charge for this. And so I just kind of slowly started moving into that and just really found that fire again. I'm sure you guys can understand when you find Mm -hmm. that thing that lights you up, you know, in your business, then you just got to double down. So that's sort of how I started moving that direction. And that's what I do now. Very cool. That's fantastic. I love that, that, um, we love this vibe as two project managers. This is a pretty good vibe to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so a lot of people are working from home today, even if they weren't before the pandemic. What are some ways that we can maintain a work-life balance when those two things uh, sometimes happen in the same place? Yeah. So not everybody has, looks like you guys might have like a separate office, but you know, not everybody has that um, in their home. And it's great when you do, but honestly, even when you do, it's not automatic that you shut down. I mean, how many of us end up eating dinner and then like, oh, let me just go check this email really quick or Mm -hmm. what I like to call real quick-itis. We all get that real (laughs) (laughs) quick-itis. An hour later, an hour later. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So um, one of the things I like to say is if you can separate the space physically, that's a very helpful item to do. But even when you have that, implementing a shutdown ritual is just, um, it's a game changer. And it might sound ridiculous and sort of like um, hack, hacky or something like that. But um, even if you're in the same place, turning off your computer, shutting it actually down, if you have a laptop, closing the screen, um, some of my clients will actually say something out loud, you know, like, okay, the workday's over. Um, but just having a set number of things and kind of an SOP around that for closing out your business at the end of the day, making sure that you feel comfortable letting your business be so you don't have a bunch of undue items. For example, if you have things left over, they're rescheduled so that you know that nothing is overdue when you get into the computer the next day. 
But yeah, that's my number one key is figuring out your key shutdown ritual. I like that. I have to also make sure that the apps on my phone, the notifications are turned off at a certain point in the day because otherwise, even though I'm left my office, I'm still somewhat still plugged in. Yeah, I actually have um, minor pause. So like that's part of my shutdown ritual is part of my apps are paused automatically on a schedule, um, which is a great thing to have. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, same thing, like I'll go in and manually pause certain ones if I feel like you know, that's going to distract me or get me back to work. And it just creates that extra level of friction for pulling you back into your business. You know, like you want to create as many levels of friction that you possibly can. So you don't accidentally do anything. (laughs) So do you have any advice for entrepreneurs trying to decide which thing they need to focus on in order to systemize? Yeah. So, um, time is a really big piece, but I mean, as you guys know, as like project managers, bottlenecks are the other key mm-hmm. piece. And I think if looking at those two pieces and where are you the bottleneck in your business? And then the other kind of obvious way is just to time yourself on various tasks. And I mean, as an example for me, I sometimes you don't realize you're spending a lot of time on something that isn't actually your zone of genius and isn't actually your skill set until you start using a timer. For me, that was actually bookkeeping. I thought this was just such a tiny little piece of my business that it was just not even worth bothering with outsourcing. And then I realized I was spending hours every month on it. If you bashed it all together and what would it be like if I could just suddenly have, you know, five extra hours in my month? And it might not sound huge, but as a business owner, five hours are really valuable to get yeah. back in your business, you know? So how can how can people reach out to you and work with you? Do you work one-on-one with people? Yeah, so I do uh, work one-on-one, but I also work in a uh, membership program. That's my primary method. But um, the doors are currently closed. So what I'd recommend if anybody's interested in getting help from me is actually a free way, which is even better. <laughs> and that's at um, productivitystacks.com. And if you just click sign up free, um, you can become an insider. And I'll just email you a free case studies that we do where we actually leverage um, case studies with other people and the systems, tools, and people that they use to actually build success in their business. So we've interviewed entrepreneurs, six figures, seven figures all over the map. Um, yeah, we're really excited about that because I feel like there's a lot of awesome podcasts out there, like how I built this that mm-hmm. look at entrepreneurs that are like major, right? Like huge yeah. revenue models. But I'm interested in like, how did people achieve success and systematize their businesses before they were worth like mm-hmm. $50 million? <laughs> Yeah, we're yeah. a place where you can actually achieve. You can actually implement those things, right? And actually take that advice. Mm-hmm. So a question that we ask everyone at the end of every podcast is how do you stay organized? Yeah, so I have two key pieces and one is time blocking and the other is ClickUp. If ClickUp goes out of business, I, like I am in serious <laughs> trouble. <laughs> um Yeah, those are my main pieces. And I actually just found a new app that I'm testing out. So I'll mention it, but I'm not, I'm still working on the, (laughs) how good of an app it is. And it's called reclaim.ai. And it actually connects. Have you? Yeah. Oh, you haven't? It's pretty cool. So it connects ClickUp and your calendar for time blocking. 
and it does it in an automated way. Um, the way I'm using it right now is I set up my weeks in ClickUp and my start and end times. And then let's say a task is going to take like 30 minutes. And then when I have everything ready, I click an automation in ClickUp and it sends to Reclaim. Reclaim receives all of those tasks, the start date, the end date, so that window, and then how long they're going to take. And it looks at my calendar and it places all of those on my calendar for me. So, and then I can go in and I can manipulate those around and be like, ah, I don't really want to work on it that day. I'd rather do it this day. And, cut, you know, I can kind of like customize it. But on those weeks when I'm just like insane busy, you know, where you like, you just really feel like you don't even have time to think. You just got to go. It's such a life-changing thing because it's like, at least it's on there and it's scheduled and there is in fact room to achieve everything I want to. Maybe it's in a different order than I would prefer or whatever, but um, yeah, it's really, really helpful. We'll have to check that out. Oh, I like gracious. the sound of that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it works with the uh, Calendly too. Like that's, this is pretty, this is pretty. Yeah. Cool. And I looked at Motion, which is, I think, a more well-known kind of similar app. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't really like that as much because this one actually has travel time, which is cool. So like if you put in an mm-hmm. address, it books like, 30 minutes before and 30 minutes after for you to get to the place and back from the place for flights. What? It will look like two hours before because, you know, and you have then to be there. you have to be there. And then after the flight, it books travel time for you. So it just mm-hmm. is like a helpful, cause I don't know if you guys have had this, but like somebody books on your Calendly and you're like, Oh, but I'm at a doctor's appointment. And so it didn't realize that like I got to travel from the doctor's appointment and it booked too close. And like, so yeah, it does I've gotten so I, I make sure when I'm booking an appointment, I block off the time before and after because the longest time I did, I for, would forget to do that. And I would book something that would come up right up to the time I had to be at the doctor. I'm like, obviously I can't be doing this and be driving my car. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. So we, um, we're on, we're visually on Zoom. Um, and we'll only use the audio, of course. But uh, but I just want to point out that I am looking at what looks like a shredded Banksy behind you. Yes. <laughs> Can you talk about that for a second? Yeah. Oh, it's it sure is a little hard on top. Yeah, okay. it's the. There you go. Yeah, it's the <laughs> one that I don't know if you guys remember, but um, he shredded it live at the auction. Do you guys remember yeah. the story? Okay. Yeah, so he shredded it live at the auction. The second it sold, it shredded. So this is a digital art piece. So it's not, you know, it's quote unquote yeah. real or anything like that. But um, yeah, I I bought this because of a couple of things. One, like the girl with the balloon, to me, it symbolizes like hope. And I like, I'm on Zoom a lot. So I like that I can see it when I see myself in the background. Oh, and so it's a good reminder of hope. And then the other thing that I love about it is that Another piece of that story is the price of the art piece went up dramatically after it was shredded because it became more unique. And so to me, that's a really good reminder that just because you think something might be ruined or it's not going perfectly or well, maybe something more valuable is on the other side. Yeah. So those are kind of the two pieces. I was like, what do I want to see when I see myself on Zoom all this time? (laughs) That's a new kind of trauma. I read articles about that, like seeing yourself all day long. is like, 
we just weren't meant to do that. But. Yeah. And the, um, there is something about for women specifically, like the, you know, it used to be magazines and they were like, we see magazines of these like unachievable people. And now we see ourselves with a filter, which is unachievable. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about like this new version of trauma for specifically for women. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's for men too, but you know, a lot of the stuff about looks is more geared towards women, yeah. but yeah, like oh, that these kids are growing up, like seeing an unrealistic view of themselves all the time, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, it was, it's been delightful to talk with you. Thank you so much for coming on today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. For more information, join us at the PMAgency.com. 